all right all right we are going live on facebook okay are we live are we live i think we are live everybody yo 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 tell me what you know welcome to the sunshine show Woo! you guys i have a super special phenomenal extremely amazing basis guest in the house tonight you guys we have the most bowie of them all we have the one and only freak babe hey what's up how are you good what is up how are you doing i'm doing good i'm trying to multitask right now is what i'm doing really I'm, <laughs> multitask, there we go. Multitask. yes i think i just did i did think i got you posted on my page too i think we're good all right good awesome guys we have a special co-host tonight we have the one and only quantum base what is up what's up what's up how's everybody doing out there wonderful wonderful yeah yeah, yeah we are live yes guys share this into the base groups let's get this chat going <laughs> we're gonna have a fun time tonight um it was a nice and sunny day in santa cruz i spent it at the beach what did you guys do over there in ohio oh definitely jealous yeah we got yes. got the cincinnati connection going on here this is a i'd say you're you're probably like 20 minutes away from me where, where are you at what part of are you in ohio yeah i'm right up north in loveland oh wow you're very close to where i'm at yeah i'm kind of on the east side of town yeah cool nice very very cool awesome yeah loveland's loveland's super cool we we, we uh uh recently we wanted to like get away but not have to drive forever so we we got yeah. a um just like a little like bed and breakfast kind of place out there in loveland like over the summer and i loved it out there i mean obviously cool record stores you know applied oh, yeah. records obviously is there which is mm -hmm. you know awesome terry runs that place as i'm sure you know so it's uh yeah loveland's gotten to be the, the it's like a little mini Asheville almost it's got that yeah vibe. yeah Totally, we got the the river going through there. It's really yeah, cool. it's beautiful. It. Yeah. I was actually born in Ohio, in Canton, Ohio. Oh wow! So it's like we're all fam bam here in the house. Yeah. That's right. That's incredible. The Midwest connection here. Yeah. Right. What is up, Luigi? In the chat, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate your time. Uh, Freak Base, give us a little bit of an introduction for those who may not know who you are or what you're about. Uh, I mean, I am a, mostly known as a bass player. I mean, I play a lot of other stuff too, but but that's kind of uh, kind of what I you know with a name like Freak Base, I guess that's got to be the vibe, you know. So, <laughs> um, from grew up and you know raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I always tell everybody that. Um, you know, I'm sure I'd be playing music no matter what part of the world that I grew up in, but I think the fact of growing up in Cincinnati and Ohio has definitely had a huge influence on the style of music I ended up playing. Obviously, funk, um, with its really rich funk music history here, going all the way back to the King Records with James Brown and Bootsy and Midnight Star and Babyface and the deal just goes on and on. It's got a really cool, cool history, music history and funk history specifically. So, um, you know, Bootsy Collins produced my first two or three records and he's, uh, he, was a, he was a big, huge mentor to me and kind of, you know, showed me, uh, you know, the way through some doors that I might have, you know, taken a little bit longer to get through my on my own. And um, 
and you know i'm well getting ready to finally again but you know up until the pandemic was i toured quite a bit all over the place and um and we're finally in about what two weeks from now finally going to do our first we did a couple little spotty dates over the summer some festival stuff but um we haven't really toured towards since 2020 so this is going to be our first tour we're doing like uh, starting in cincinnati then heading up to the east coast and down to south carolina and um i can't wait to get out there again and play in front of people again it's gonna be fun yes tell me what the name i was looking at your tour poster earlier tell me what is this concept that you got going on for your band uh what do you mean by concept be a bit more specific like what do you mean the whole con like the name of the band the oh freak bass and the bump assembly yes the bump <laughs> assembly yeah i mean you know it just seemed to fit we're just a uh you know we're just trying to make people move and 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 bump and groove and 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 uh, you know we're like a collective of many musicians my drummer uh rico lewis toured with george clinton for 15 years um sammy garrett who you know you see feature a lot is she's um she was from another funk group that just that used to tour all the time named turquoise um uh nate uh lewis my guitar player tours also tours with a group called ernie johnson from detroit sky white keyboard player plays with a really great group they just got off tour themselves called uh foxy shazam and um so it's like uh, you know as much as it's the band it's a collective or and or an assembly of people that's why the bump assembly seemed like a good fit to um uh to, to to name this this group of crazy people that we tour with awesome awesome uh quantum base give us a little bit of your background for those that may not know who you are oh yeah just the same thing just uh cincinnati ohio i'm actually kind of just stunned here that i'm even on the same same feed as freak base i kind of oh, grew up geez. idolizing you man like oh. i'd be driving down the road and i went to uc and seeing yep. you up on the billboard at the mad frog like uh, oh right that's that's right when i first started man that's going back in the day yeah i i remember like just yeah so it's it's just this is an honor this is awesome for me like uh, oh that's so cool <laughs> did you, uh, so you did you go to uc then as well yeah gra oh, graduated nice. from uc I oh wonderful so uh marymont too like a local wow. east side guy so super cool that's awesome that's great yeah so just uh me and my band we were uh way back in the day we were the hill um, oh we, sure we did our thing around here and yeah you know uh yeah i just just love playing love doing my solo thing and the pandemic offered some opportunity for that well let me ask uh, let me let me turn it around i know i'm not the interviewer but let me yeah. turn it around um Jeremy, how do you know Sunshine? Like, how do you all know? Because you're you're the one that kind of connected all the dots on this interview. So, how do you and Sunshine yeah, know each other? Absolutely. So we were we're kind of connected through like um, like David Pistorius, my friend uh, Mark Lard, yeah. Doctor Funk, kind of a group a group of bass players. Uh, Mark Lard, our our friend out of the UK, got oh, us nice. all together. Um, Ellen, that the nine year old bass phenom that you oh you'll sure see out sure there. you see her everywhere right now yeah. yeah. So we all um, got connected that way, and I met Sunshine um, through that. Honestly, oh, very cool, nice. And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, we got to get Freak Bass in on. Oh, <laughs> that's like, great. And I'm just like I said, this is yeah. So uh, 
here we all are together. Um, it was just... all it was all meant to be. Yeah, that is. That's great. Thank you, Quantum Base. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Let's see who's in the chat. We have Luigi, Dawn. We got Mama Cantu. What's up, Mama? We got Lindsay, my wife in the house. Hello, wife. We got Leaf Arrow, Megan Richardson. We got the whole fam bam. Uh, oh. Kenneth, what is up? Thank you, guys. We have our first question for Freak bass who's your favorite drummer to play with oh my goodness well i mean i've been very incredibly lucky to play with a lot of amazing drummers um uh like as i mentioned before rico who's been with me for oh my gosh five six years now um uh you know he's if not one of my if not my favorite he's like one of my favorites and you know we're, we're, we're like very good friends too um uh and then before him um uh the drummer that i was very close with was a drummer named bam i've actually got his name actually his name on my arm bam unfortunately him and i were touring like crazy he toured with boots he was bootsy's drummer for a long time in the new bootsy's rubber band that was touring a few years ago and uh, bam unfortunately got into a automobile accident and didn't make it so it was pretty pretty rough because like i said besides being one of my favorite drummers to play with he him and i were like very very tight our families were and, and everything so that, that was pretty rough but he was incredibly talented guy he was like a comet you know i mean yeah it was pretty pretty amazing guy and then um yeah so uh before that i had a drummer that was with me for a long time named chip wilson who was incredibly he was great he toured with bootsy he did a run with bootsy too as well and george clinton and uh so again around here like i started off talking about being from cincinnati a lot of especially the funk circle it's um you know the music circles are already kind of small anyway doesn't matter what level or where you're at and you get in when you start centralizing it to the funk side of things it's it's a semi everybody almost knows everybody within the funk family you know especially in the p-funk family so um so yeah so i've been i've been really uh, i'll tell you another drummer this is a really who i love love playing with is uh nikki gillespie i don't know if you all know who nikki is nikki um toured with uh dumpster funk she was with beyonce for a few years she toured with her um wow. uh, she's she's got her own band now and the nth power and um she is a monster monster drummer she's her foot will knock you across the room so she's definitely in my fate my one of my favorites too yeah very cool uh very sorry to hear about your friend um thank you very tough um and you have been working with such monster players. I used to take my son when I lived in Austin every year to go see P-Funk whenever they would come through. Oh, nice. And it's always just such a party, you know, because everybody dresses up. And oh, yeah. It's a whole vibe, a whole damn vibe. Um, it's like the circus coming to town when George comes to town, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Freak Base, tell me a little bit about your setup. What are you working with? It looks like you're, you're in a whole lab there. Yeah, well, you know, this is my studio right here. And um, so I started, when the pandemic started, um, I started doing a lot more. Uh, we knew when we knew we were gonna be down for a while from touring. So we kind of made a uh, decision. Okay, well, we're gonna release one single and one video a month. So we did that all the way up until a few months ago, like literally every single month, new video, new single news. So I was living down here. And then just recently, just a few months ago, 
um, I st uh, started uh, streaming on a really incredible platform called Twitch. And um, um, a lot of people know it as a gaming platform predominantly, but it's, it's kind of morphed. There's a big music community on there too. So I've got my own Twitch channel, which is twitch.dv slash freakbase. And everything I, you see here, all these little crazy instruments around me, um, I literally just go, just like we're doing right now, I'll go on Twitch and go live and um, literally don't, really don't know what I'm going to do. I might just kind of start playing a beat and I'll just start making up stuff. People, uh, the chat, it's very active chat. So people will be talking back to you just like you're, you're having yours right now. Sure. And they, they'll give me like lyric ideas or like, hey, play a bass solo here or whatever. And it just becomes almost like a, I mean, it's the closest without being live. It's that same kind of almost adrenaline rush and that dancing without a wire thing is playing live. So yeah. I would, if you haven't been to Twitch yet and checked out some music stuff, it's a really cool platform. It's different. It's a little different than Facebook, a little different than, um, than uh, Instagram. It's kind of its own thing and its own, and it's, and it's only a live streaming platform. It doesn't do, you know, where Facebook does a lot of stuff and Instagram does a lot of stuff. All you do is stream on Twitch. That's it. So, um, um, I love it. I mean, again, I'm, I'm fairly early streamer. I've only been doing it for a few months. There have been people that have been on there for years, but it's, um, it's definitely feeling like my home. And this is kind of when you, when you tune into me, this is everything you're seeing all these little crazy little, you know, like all that. So I just kind of create grooves all around me like that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Can you, do you want to like, lay down a groove or like show us something that you may do on a, on a live stream yeah this is sure definitely here i'll do i got got my uh got my bass right here i think there we go so usually what i'll do is like i'll like i said everything i do on twitch is 100 improvisation but i'll have like a little bit of like kind of a blueprint of of you know what i'm going to start with let me kind of pull down just a little bit play my bass a little bit better and um And so, you know, I might like, I'll program like a cool little drum beat, you know, something like this. And then just add a little bass line to it. So we got that going, then I got my loop station over here. I might add a little bit just to make it a little funkier, like another little rhythm thing on it. Something like this, let's see. Got that going maybe just one little little layer on top something like that. nice little layer there maybe add just a little bit of funky keys on top 
So now we got that. And then, feels like it just needs a little bit of rhythm guitar. Let me just add a little bit of that. Got all that. Gotta get a little bit of uh, let's see, we'll do uh is it make it, am I pronouncing it right? Like sunshine can too, right? Is that Tonight. 
always break it down a little bit. Like this. Huh? Sunshine can do. You are here for us tonight. Sunshine can do. You are here for us tonight. Sunshine can do. And there we go, we got the theme song right there. Sunshine can do. You are here for us tonight. There you go. Damn, you made my whole damn year with that. Uh, that was awesome. That was fun. So that's what I do. I do that. You know, on Twitch, I go on there and I create grooves like that kind of stuff. And then the chat will give me ideas. Uh, for lyric, they'll be like, you know, uh, it's Saturday night, let's go. And then I'll add that into the lyric or whatever, you know? Nice. Oh my God, how much fun. It's great. It's a whole damn party. It is a whole damn party. It is a party. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you guys all for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. We are having a good ass time tonight. Uh, Ouija wants to know, is there an instrument you haven't mastered yet that you want to learn? Uh, banjo for me. I've Ooh. always wanted to learn the banjo. And I know so many bass players, both friends of mine and other bass players I know, it seems like it's a nice general fit because it's such a percussive instrument like basses. And yeah. uh, so that's definitely, and I got a lot of hillbilly in me, so I think I'll, I've, got the <laughs> I've got the DNA for it, you know? <laughs> I've always wanted to learn the accordion and I hope and pray one day I can master that. Oh, I love that instrument. Yeah. Um, Jeremy. Oh God. I don't even know. Actually. Yeah. That, um, it, it, it's similar. Like what freak bass was saying, I forget. It, it's a, like a Japanese Kodo. You can do oh, like yeah. the slap bass techniques on yep. it. And it. Yeah. I feel like if I could get a hold of one of those things, I could probably like, get some cool sounds out of it yeah yeah those are dope i know what you're talking about yeah and they got that droning note that always kind of happens on it too yeah as well yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think sometimes they play it with like a fan like right yeah 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 those are cool so we are getting questions what is your twitch url again freak base yes it's a uh, twitch.tv so twitch is not com it's dot tv and then it's backwards slash F-R-E-E-K-B-A-S-S. -S. So switch twitch.tv slash freakbase. So, you know, just click on that link, you know, when you get a chance and then hit the follow button. That's the big thing because then it always gives you a notification when I go live. So I generally stream. I'm Right now I'm streaming Thursday nights at 9 p.m. That's Eastern time. Um, uh, Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time and Monday uh, afternoons at noon Eastern time. Those are all Eastern time. So. Um, I, I, I originally was streaming a lot later, but I started having a lot of people, that, you know, Twitch is very um, international. It's not just in the States. So there's a big Euro, like a UK audience, European audience. So that's why, uh, like Saturdays, I used to start at 10, but I'm just going to start doing at five. So you can catch some of the people over in the UK and stuff too, as well. So, yeah. So, but yeah, but anybody that's watching, just go over there when you get a chance in your browser, just all you gotta do is hit the follow button and it'll give you a little notice when I'm, when I'm on there and, and make sure that, uh, you tell, you know, tell me that sunshine sent you that my way when you do it. Yeah. Hey. 
Um, tell me, like, is it a pretty decent way to earn extra money? Because you can actually like get like um, the little donations and things like that, right? Yeah. So they have what they have. There's a, a bunch of different monetary ways on Twitch. There's um, people some can subscribe to your channel, which is kind of almost like a Patreon type situation, you know, and um, they get certain little benefits, um, uh, mostly like um, there's emotes on Twitch, you know, like um, just like emotes on your phone, but they're 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 specific to whatever your channel is. So you have there's freak based specific emotes, you know, if, you, if you're a subscriber and um, so there's that there's something called bits which are kind of like the, you know if, if you're playing and you're going crazy and people can like it's like their way of cheering you they give you bits you know and you buy you buy bits and um and then people can just actually just um there's like a tipping thing on there too you can do it that way too as well so um so yeah it's a really cool that that's one of the side benefits of it too as well it's 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 the main thing i love about it is is engaging with people because you're like for instance my very first stream i mean i didn't know what i was doing i was like oh, i'm just gonna turn it on and hope it works and uh, uh there's a guy that actually was on from over from russia and he's he was a fan i didn't even know i even had a fan over there and um and you know it was like five in the morning for him over there when i was on at that time but he was still up i guess and uh so you get it's just really cool connecting with people from different parts of the of the, the world you know it's a really great um there's a gotten to be friends with a lot of people on there not only people in my chat but there's a really cool music community on twitch too as well like just other musicians yeah and it's that. a whole different and it's weird you think that just because you know when I, I was like oh cool i'll just tell people on facebook and twitter and everybody will just come over there it's i mean it's a few few do but it's you're almost like starting from because it's a, it's a own like community it's its own like thing over there so you're almost it's almost kind of like touring except you're touring virtually so you have to the more you know the more you stream the more just like the more you tour the more you're going to connect with people so it's i mean there's people on there i know both musicians and gamers that'll stream you know six seven days a week you know four or five hours at a time you know so you're always on there for at least a couple hours usually when you stream no matter what how long do you know well okay wait what's your longest streaming session are you like one of those like 12 hour marathons no i haven't done that yet I think I've gone, the most i've done is three i did three in a row you know and i was gonna go i was like it was and i probably could have kept going you get so much energy from everybody it's hard to actually stop but um so yeah but i want to do um a friend of mine that's on there did a 24-hour stream once so what? that's something i want to do yeah <laughs> So I want to do that here, like in the next few months. That's definitely a thing I'm going to do. Like uh, once uh, once I get off the road, you know, I got this little tour coming up. But once I get that tour um, um, through, then I'll. Um, that's one of the the plans here in the next few months. Yeah. Is there like a Guinness World Record of like the longest live stream? There must be. <laughs> oh, thinking. there's got it. There's got to be. I'm sure. I, my guess. It, my guess it would that. be. It would be a game or like yeah a musician one i bet i bet in terms of who's done it the longest i bet it will be a game because you know twitch has started it's off as be a gaming gamer. yeah i would think it'd be a gamer but there's got to be uh, and so far as a musician that's that's a good uh that's a cool little guinness that'd be a cool little hype thing yeah just like okay i'm gonna go and just buckle up on the yeti coffee and yeah. then i'll be good yeah. All right, 72 well, hours stream right right we nominate you yeah there we go there we go <laughs> Oh, awesome. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into music. Um, 
Well, I started off as a drummer, and that was uh, so, and that was, um, you know, I, I played kit. I started off on a snare drum, went to kit, and, um, but I was always like, and then I moved over to guitar for a little while. I play a lot of guitar now, too, but the, um, the bass was the thing that always, like, not to sound cheesy, but it always spoke to me, you know, whether it be in music. Yeah. I mean, I remember being six, seven years old with my dad at a hardware store, and a gentleman walked by the store with a boombox and um, uh, more bounce to the ounce by Zap was was playing. And I just remember I didn't even know what it was. You know, I was just starting to kind of understand music. But I just remember those sounds coming out of that. I was like connecting with so deeply. And I was like, that's what I want to do. And then when I was in sixth grade in Ohio, there's a music school north. I think it's not far from Canton, if I remember, actually. It's called Oberlin Music College. It's like a private music college where they would have their jazz band would like tour around the state. So I was probably fifth or sixth grade and they just uh, coincidentally set me like literally right in front of the bass player. And I was just like, my eyes were like so big. And I was like, you know, the sounds I was coming out of it. And it was like so chunky and like, like even I love guitar, don't get me wrong, but like even now and, and even then it like, I always felt like if I play it too hard, I'm gonna break it or something like that. So bass, I always like the like the th the thickness of it and the chunkiness and the sounds of the chunkiness out of it. So you hear a lot of times, um, and I interview musicians too, and they'll say, you know, like why did you play bass? And it's like, well, my brother played guitar, so they needed a bass player. Or it's almost like a secondary default instrument. But with me, it was definitely it was a choice. That's the one. Like whenever I go in a music school school uh, store or I saw someone playing that's what would i would connect with those sounds too is still still today i still you know just like we are i mean i i can geek and talk about music gear like for hours you know so and i think all bass players are kind of like that that's where we're, we definitely <laughs> have that 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 part of our brain is all linked together that way yeah i um actually got into bass because i um i actually was playing tuba first I've and, heard that a lot, tuba and trombone a lot, because bass clef, right? Tuba's bass clef, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they talked me into it because they're like, well, if you start on this tuba in the sixth grade, we're going to need somebody to play bass in the jazz band. Yeah. So it was like kind of like that's how they got me into playing that big. But now I love it. I love tuba. I love the sousaphone. I put it in any band that I have because yeah. why not right right i'm right there with you too as well you know and another thing that on the bass side of stuff as well as bass guitar it was also like bass keyboard i was always even that i was playing bass guitar i was like the sounds whether it be bernie worrell or like you know i was like addicted to all the doc early dr dre and snoop dogg stuff and and um like those tones, I would I was like, how can I make my bass sound like that? You know, even that was, I wasn't playing bass keyboard, I was playing bass guitar. So that's where the, that's where part of the big love affair with effects and everything came with. Cause I was trying to like, if I combine this effect like this, can I sound like Bernie Worrell, you know, cause he's playing some cool bass stuff, you know, that type of thing, you know. Bernie, man, what about yeah. the synthesizers he used to bring up on stage in the early days yeah the all the moog stuff yeah amazing wow. yeah so yeah. crazy uh luigi said he'd love to hear you jam with Corey wong of volpec oh nice yeah very cool yeah i love Corey. i i have a show similar to your sunshine and i had Corey on the show a few months back so yeah he's Corey's amazing and he's you know funk is very um regional like you know ohio has a certain sound new orleans has a certain funk sound 
you know, the West Coast, like Oakland, San Francisco, but <clears throat> Minneapolis, of course, does too. You think of Prince in the time. Well, Corey's from Minneapolis, so he's got that side. As a matter of fact, I think his bass player is from the new power generation from Prince's band. So, so you, we always joke about that because, you know, I'm from the, the Cincinnati side of the funk coin and he's from the Minneapolis side of it, you know. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, how did you get into playing bass? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. My dad was a, was an amazing drummer. Um, just kind of, just kind of fell into my lap. Um, always being around a musical for my brother as well is a phenomenal drummer. Um, so I always had the ability to kind of bounce some things off those guys. I remember seeing fish. Mike Gordon was the guy that just like, you know, just going out partying and it, it just, that spoke to me seeing him on week groove. I never will never forget that. I'm like, I want to figure out how to do that. Like right there. So that, and just, the, that, and the freak base, um, billboards, right? right. Yeah, that, that's yeah. right. Well, exactly. The well, Cincinnati it's funny you bring up Mike, you bring up Mike. That's where my, Mike, you were talking about the mad frog earlier. That's where Mike yeah. and I met. Well, I met him actually in New York briefly at this bass player thing, but where we actually talked and connected, connected was at the mad frog. Yeah. Oh, that's wild, man. Yeah. I, I, he's just just a monster i'll never oh, forget yeah. like yeah that's um a lot big big fish fan um yeah just and then i'm trying to think here uh play a little bit of saxophone too when i was a kid but I, I'm, I'm just like you it was always the bass i never yeah bounced around it really any other instruments i always felt like if i got on a guitar like you said it best i always felt like i was gonna break the thing i'm like yeah like, i still like, i play like, guitar all the time and i still feel like that every time i put it in my hands i'm like yeah. i'm like oh i gotta be kind of careful i'm gonna that's, break it that's yeah. how i feel with plastic lawn chairs you just never know <laughs> if they're gonna break i hear, I hear you on that <laughs> Uh, Freak Base, I like to ask all my guests a question when they come on the Sunshine Show. Um, if you could throw a dinner party for any five musicians, dead or alive, who would those five musicians be and what would you serve at your dinner party? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm a vegan, so it would be a vegan meal. I can tell you that. So it would be, you know, what a, a different combination of that. We can maybe do a pasta thing because you can do plenty of, there's plenty of pasta vegan di dishes. And, um, oh, the five. So, uh, that's, that's tough. Uh, James, James Brown would be one. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, probably John Lennon because he seemed like he'd be a very good guest, you know. And you said they can be li uh, living, or I'm gonna, most of mine are probably going to be passed away. Um, probably uh, Stevie Wonder. So okay. we're up to three. Um, do, 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 do. Maybe Quincy Jones. That's Ooh. four. And I'd have to have Dr. Dre. That's, that's still my bucket list. I really want to work with Dr. Dre one day. I always like. I I, I keep saying if I say it enough one day it'll happen just because I'm so influenced, like, especially, especially, you know, as much as I'm uh, into being a bass player, music, being a producer, music production, something I'm very passionate about. And he is someone that like, I've always loved, like the way that he produces. Uh, I mean, I was freaking out about this at the Super Bowl this year, besides the Bengals being in it, which was cool enough. The fact that Dr. Dre was there, he's just, to me, and speaking, of, he is the Quincy Jones of hip hop, you know, so, yeah. Dude, yep. that Super Bowl show was so bad. Oh.
It's so incredible. And you forget how many, you know, how many freaking hit songs that, because, you know, Dre produced and co-wrote every one of those songs. And you're like, wow, so he did. And, and they're so hooky. And it was so cool to see him play piano. Like, you know, I know he's a producer, but I don't really think of him as a musician so much. You know, like, I mean, a producer musician, but not like a player player. And when he sat down and played piano, I was like, dang, I didn't know that, you know, that was, everybody was talking about Eminem kneeling. It's like, I wasn't even paying attention to that. I was, I was looking at Dre playing the piano, you know? <clears throat> Bubba, your, did you get to check it out, Jeremy? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I was losing my mind. I had some flat, like back to the Cincinnati thing. I had some flashbacks back to 1989 when, what, Joe Montana, uh, beat boomer esiason in the Bengals and the original right. super yeah oh man it, it was it was a tough loss but uh if, if history repeats itself the reds are going to win the world series next year oh wow oh that's right 89 right oh my gosh you're you're that's, you know i mean i love the Bengals, but you know i'm a baseball guy is my main thing so yeah. well if we even have baseball this year fingers crossed it's looking yeah. a little looking a little dicey right now so we'll see um Okay, I don't know how we got into that from the question I asked you. No, Sorry, we, I don't know from that to baseball. Sorry. Yeah. We went the Cincinnati portal. You just got like pulled into it. That's like, right. That's right. Was, like, what are uh, they talking okay, about? Okay, so we said Quincy Jones, Dr. Dre, James uh, Brown, James Brown, John Lennon, John Lennon. And that's, is that it? Am I forgetting one? Oh, yeah. Prince. Five. Oh, print. Wait, who? Did you say Did Prince? Did you say Prince? No, you didn't say Prince. Uh, let me see. Dre, uh, James Brown, John Lennon, Quincy Jones, and I guess I guess it would have to be it would have to be Prince. Oh no no Stevie Wonder. Oh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder that's yes, right. yes, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like one hell of a fun party. Yes. Yeah. I I can't even imagine the album that would come out of that one. Um, we have a comment from kenneth muma mama how about our own bouffant jellyfish do we know anything about a bouffant jellyfish that's you jeremy i'm i'm not hip to that i don't know what he's talking about what's put kenneth, bouffant... please uh, please let us in on this we don't we're not sure what the bouffant jellyfish uh, we need we need i'm about to google that now <laughs> i know that's that's a that's a cool name bouffant jellyfish i like that um yeah i do i really do love that that name okay. jellyfish <laughs> jelly there we go so tell me what do you do besides so you have a you have a show on twitch yep and you also have a show where you interview people is that yeah yeah i do that on facebook that's on saturday nights that's called saturday night chit chat with freak base and it's a different you know i've ever anybody on from uh norwood fisher and fishbone to dweezil zappa i had mike you know, mike gordon was on not too long ago uh laura lee from krung bin was one of my first guests uh, yeah yeah we yeah she's she's incredible great hey, bass hey, player and drop my name okay you know, oh <laughs> oh for sure i mean i'm i'm, I'm a uh, fashion junkie and obviously she is too so that was we talked fashion as much as we did base stuff but um crazy i mean it's so cool to see her 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 media you know her her rise she's great she's such an amazing person too as you know so um but that's saturday nights at 9 p.m eastern time over at my facebook page which is facebook.com slash freak base 
Um, this week, I actually have a really cool guest. I've got Andy Thorne on, who's um, the banjo. We were talking about banjo earlier. He's banjo player from Leftover Salmon. And the last few months, actually, besides the Leftover Salmon stuff, Andy has become kind of like a star because he had a video that went viral. I'm talking like millions and millions. Like he was on um, Kelly Clarkson about two weeks ago. He's been on, he was on AP Wire a week or so ago. He wrote, you, all you got to do is do Colorado Man Fox. And it's, he's, it's, it's him. He's playing banjo and this fox comes up to him and starts totally checking him out. Yeah. I think I've seen it. Oh, My has. wife just brought that up to me before I came, like right before I got, like we went yeah. on the video here. She's like, this guy like plays some other instruments and then, yeah. but then when he busts the, the banjo out, the Fox just like, yeah. Yeah. So, so that went viral. Like, I mean, it's up to like, you know, seven, 8 million things on YouTube right now. And, uh, so it's funny because all this, he, he's always joking because they never say Andy Thorne plays for advice. It's like, I think it's they're not even banjo player. It's Colorado man plays, plays for Fox. <laughs> But uh, but he's been on everything. He even had shirts made up. These really cool shirts with like a fox with a banjo in it. It's so it's uh, he's definitely riding the wave. But he's a great guy. And Leftover Salmon's an incredible, incredible bluegrass band. So he's going to be on my show this Saturday night at I nine p.m. That that, yeah. Oh, how fun! Oh my. Wait, when is when's that again? When... Uh, that's every Saturday night at nine p.m. Eastern time on my Saturday Facebook night. page. Mark, which mark yeah, that which is down for sure. Facebook. I'll, I yeah. always see you pop up, anyways, but I'll make sure. Yeah, I mean, you can always watch one. the rebroadcast. Not you know, a good chunk of the people watch it on the rebroadcast, but it's cool when you're live, as you as you both know, it's because then you can actually interact with people a little bit when right. it's going on, you know. And I did drop that in the comment section, so everybody make sure after the show you head over to Freak Bass's page and go push like and subscribe and all that good stuff so you guys can get all the notifications when he goes thank live. You. Thank you. Um, awesome. So tell me a little bit about your upcoming tour. Where are you headed? Where are you going? What are the goals? What are you guys getting into? Uh, well, I'll start real quick. Jeremy, is that okay? If I mentioned, I didn't know if, yeah. I, I am so we are starting our first we're, we're calling it the funk the world tour this is part one we're just this is just our first leg we're going to be out a lot this year so um but this first run we're starting off uh friday march 25th that's in our hometown in cincinnati ohio at ludlow garage uh saturday the next day which is march 26th we're at a place called portal uh at 1512 which is in louisville kentucky sunday is at the summit music hall that's the 27th March 27th at, at um, the Summit Music Hall in Columbus, Ohio. Then we're our Monday's a drive day. Tuesday, we go to Relics Magazine in New York City, and we do, actually, we're speaking Twitch. Relics has their own Twitch channel, so we're going on there. That's the whole band, Freak Bass and the Bump Assembly. We're going on there and performing on Twitch uh, at Relics Studios. And then the next day, we're at our my favorite venue, one of my favorite venues in the country. Uh, we're in Brooklyn, New York, at a place called Brooklyn Bowl on Wednesday, March 30th um and the next day we're at the queen which is in wilmington delaware that's on the 31st uh april 1st we're in a place called goochland virginia and then saturday we're at um roanoke virginia saturday april 2nd at um five points music sanctuary music festival and then we end off this run on sunday april 3rd at uh, Charleston, South Carolina, at a place called the Poor House, which is a really cool music room down there in, in Charleston, South Carolina. So please, anybody, you know, please spread the word. We want to see, you know, no matter what part of the world you're in. And we will be in your part of the world soon. We're doing a whole run out west, I think, in the summer. We're going to be out west for a, a few weeks. So, um, but yeah, this will be our first kind of kickoff. And the first, real quick, I'll mention the first three shows, the Cincinnati show, the Louisville show, and the 
Columbus show, we are doing something. It's a freak bass in the bump assembly does kiss Adelic where we're combining, we're mashing up kiss and Funkadelic songs and making them into one what? thing. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's pretty wild. Yeah. It's going to be pretty wild. So that was originally our original show was going to be on. We're going to do that on New Year's Eve, but here in Cincinnati, because of COVID, uh, everything got canceled on New Year's Eve. So now we moved it, and, and which is the nice side of benefit. It was just going to be one show. Now we're going to do this this thing at the first three shows: the the Cincinnati, the Louisville, and the Columbus show. Who came up with that idea? Well, we wanted to do something special for New Year's Eve, and um, so we were thinking of like what cool bands would be to kind of combine styles. And then both Parliament and Kiss were both on this really amazing label called Casablanca Records, and so we're like, and they're almost like the yin yang of each other, you know. Like uh, Kiss is like the rock version of P Funk, and P Funk is the funk version of Kiss, you know, with <laughs> the costumes and the, you know, P Funk has We Want the Funk, and Kiss has I Want to Rock and Roll All Night Along, these big anthematic songs. So, um, and we're not just going out and playing covers. This we're actually literally melting. We're figuring out ways to kind of blend the songs together too. So. It's going to be really fun. We've rehearsed a ton for it before the New Year's Eve show. We're going to obviously brush up on it starting next week. So um, it's going to be, those first three shows are going to be crazy. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. And so do you guys like dress up in like funky outfits? And I'm sure you- Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. What do you think? That's my That's favorite gonna, part. Yeah, it's going to be, I, we, got, we got some crazy, crazy threads for those shows for sure. So what is it going to feel like? How do you think you're going to feel when you step on that stage for the first time? What in over a year you said? Or well, we did a few. We've done. We did a few spotty dates over the summer. You know, festival outdoor stuff. But it was all like you know, a festival here, a festival there. But we haven't done a whole run like a bunch of shows together. And again, almost over two years. So. I mean, I'm, I can't, myself and everybody in the band, we're just so excited to get out there and, and, you know, see people in person. The energy is so different as, as everybody knows when people are there, you know, the audience becomes part of the band and, uh, yeah, I'm just super excited. And I will say about the Kiss P-Funk stuff, a lot of the P-Funk stuff I already knew very well already, but a lot of the Kiss stuff I had to learn from scratch because I, I knew the songs, but I'd never sat down and learned them before on bass. And I got to give some props to Gene Simmons, you know, I mean, he's some of his bass lines are, you know, that they're a little bit more trickier than you may think you think all oh, just because he's this bigger than life personality. And, you know, that type, you don't think about him as a being a musician as much. And uh, some of his bass lines are pretty dope. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm still just trying to wrap my head around the whole concept. Um, okay, so I know that you played with the big old nasty get down or you do play with the big old nasty get down ah look at that yeah get down yeah um, i love it you're at the sunshine show we love the big old nasty get down <laughs> yeah. um and i've interviewed a lot of the players on john's albums and yep. he told me a lot about you um and jeremy as well and i'm just very feel very blessed to finally be able to like talk to you and get to um interview you um tell me what it was like working for the big old nasty get down jeremy you want to go first oh no i'm i'm good i'm just hanging out man okay cool i just said no i don't if you know if, just feel free to jump in anytime uh, if it if i mean if it uh i'm trying to think if yeah, anybody out there if you're bored afterward pull up a echo chamber by the hill that's that's about it other than that, man, yeah, I'm 
I'm like just kicking back, enjoying the show. This is amazing. Oh, okay, cool, awesome. I just didn't want to step on. I'm not toes. doing anything. I'm not doing any gigs. I'm actually gonna take your uh, follow your lead on Twitch and start doing a lot more of that. Yeah, it's, like, it's a it's a cool cool. You'll you'll dig it. It's a cool, very cool platform. Super super cool. Yeah, as far as the 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 big old nasty to get down. Yeah, John had sent me some tracks and they were so cool. You know, obviously with no bass, and he's like, just do whatever you want. And I don't even think. I think it was just drums. I don't think there was any, so there was no key, you know, it could have been any key, whatever. And uh, so I just wrote a couple of different parts to it and he just kept adding it with other musicians. And it was, and it, I, I can't wait for this to get released because he sent me like, um, I think a almost final mix a couple months back and it sounded so good. And so it, it's great working with, you know, the amount of musicians that he has on there. And I think didn't, Sunshine, didn't you recently have Billy Sheehan on the show? Not fairly yes, recently yes, I've so, you know billy and i just did a sh song together that like uh that uh we're doing the vi the video is going to come out in the next few weeks um, but you did a you did a song with him yeah yeah it's called it, with my billy sheehan the with billy your sheehan, billy Sh i want to marry but he's already married uh, <laughs> that was hilarious by the way. <laughs> it's a song called hypnotic woman so the single's already out it's been out for a couple months it's on you know spotify whatever you listen to music and uh it's just him and i going crazy on bass we got uh, eric nally from foxy shazam singing vocals and gary mudbone cooper from p-funk doing vocals on it um joey porter from the motets playing uh clavinet on it and um and yeah so we just got billy's footage for the video of, of, of about a week or so ago so we just got a few more little scenes to film and we're hoping to have it out hopefully before we go out on tour so so that'll be out there yeah hypnotic woman it's a really dope track so it's basically about me and billy's playing on my song there you, you go you, you got, got it you, you got, got it make sure and download and look for the video for hypnotic woman by freak bass featuring billy sheehan and what a gentleman too speaking of which i know you know that more than anybody i mean he's like I met him at Bass Player Live a few years ago. You know the one out in LA. I'm sure you know that one. And um, I think it was at SIR Studios in Hollywood. And and uh, he was just, you know, I mean that's the best word I can describe. Just such a gentleman. I mean he's really is. Yeah, such a generous cat. You know. And so humble. And that's so what I mean. Yeah. Kind and sweet and just. Yeah. I mean, I can send him a message and he'll message me back in like 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I can't even keep up with my inbox. And he's right. Right, right. Yeah. Right. There. Yeah. I'm right. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man. We have been having a good time tonight. You guys, thank you all for hanging out with us. We're going to start wrapping this up in about 10 minutes. If you guys have any questions for freak base or quantum base or sunny C, drop them in the comments. Um, it's always a good time just hanging out, chit-chatting. Do you have a, what's your best piece of advice that you could give us, freak face? I would say this is one a piece of advice that Bootsy gave to me, and it's really, really helped me. As we know, I mean, anything in life, but especially the music business, there's so many ups and downs. I mean, you're emotionally, it's like, best day in the world, worst day in the world, best day, in, it's like, you know, this the whole time. So. One thing that Boot told me is don't get too affected, too affected by the highs, and then you won't get too affected by the lows. So, you know, it's all, I've always kind of kept pretty steady. I mean, on stage, I'll go crazy and be berserk, you know, but when I'm off stage, you know, I try to keep kind of, you know, nothing. So th there's, there's, 
bad parts to that too because you kind of get you can develop almost a semi-robotic personality sometimes too because you're just so you know nothing's affecting you and i'm not saying don't like let don't be be non-emotional or anything but at the same time though just don't get like if you don't get like if something really great happens to you on a musical level and you get like oh this is the most incredible thing in the whole world when something that's not the most incredible thing that happens to you you could go the opposite direction so if you just kind of like take everything you know i guess the easy way to say it is take everything in stride and and in this music business you have to because it's it's constantly like this all the time i mean this last couple of years will show you that more than anything so um and that's really helped me to kind of you know survive i think in this business you know as much as possible you know and take care of yourself too i mean whether it be you know going out for a walk or going to the gym or or whatever whatever you do you know this is you know your your temple your body and that's to play music if you want to play it for a long time whether you're touring or you're playing in your own studio you know, you want to keep your 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 body help healthy, and that keeps your mind healthy too. That is amazing advice. Um, I was gonna say basically, everybody take your medication, okay? <laughs> I was thinking about bipolar. I'm like, all oh, ups and downs. Everybody take your medication. Yeah, whatever that medication is. Yeah, <laughs> whether that's sunshine, um water the beach just fresh air just walk yeah. you know just whatever it is just meditation or a walk or yeah um sound advice great advice uh dave asks what's the next big sound hmm. i don't know if there's ever going to be a next big it seems like everything's so niche nowadays like which i think is cool like yeah. so whatever thing you're into there's a tribe out there for you into that, you know, whether it be superhero movies or, you know, gaming or bass players like we are, you know, like it's every so, you know, I think the days of like our parents where, you know, it was like, you know, the Led Zeppelins or the Rolling Stones where there's like this massive band or sound, yeah. I just don't see it, that happen. I mean, maybe, I mean, I'm sure I, you know, never say never, but it's, but it seems like everything's so segmented and you know now with the internet it's it'd be hard for something to like i mean there's artists like say um like uh you know billy eilish for instance right i mean she's pretty big right but there's a ton of people i bet you could go to a, like a mall and ask probably 100 people and maybe half of them might not even know who she is you know like 20 years from ago she would everybody would have known who she is you know so it's just because everybody's like into whatever their little thing is you know so I mean, that's kind of what, what I think, you know? Yeah. What do you think, Jeremy? No, same. I totally agree. It's it's weird how everything's just like, I get like compartmentalized now. It's like, yeah. it, it's like everything's jazz, like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to tell you my Bootsy Collins uh, story really quick. Oh, um, please do. So I was at NAMM 2019 yeah. um, and like I see Bootsy and like he's like floating down to <laughs> heaven, but he's like really just riding the escalator and it's getting like taking a really long time. Ah, that's awesome. And I chased him down three flights of stairs before I had enough like balls to ask him to take a picture because I was just like nervous. For sure, of course. 
but he was so sweet and like so kind and to me it was crazy that he was like just walking around of like all these people and like a lot of people didn't even recognize him i'm like what it was blowing my mind dude yeah 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 you know and i would say that with bass player i mean sure there'll be there might be some exceptions but I think that's the really cool thing about being a bass player is almost every bass player I've ever met, no matter what level they're at, you know, if they're playing at the bar at the corner to playing coliseums, you know, most bass players are generally pretty cool folks. You know, it's like, I don't know if it's because the instrument we play or the, the, the role that we play in a band is, is different, you know, now guitar players, not, not all guitar players that, that can be a different whole ilk altogether, you know, but bass players, it's it's just generally everybody's pretty cool and yeah and bootsy is the cool like that personality you see that's that's real that's not like something he puts on for the camera he's he's really like that yeah um don made a comment technology has destroyed the music industry do you mean technology like spotify like could you expand on that don um how do you feel about that freak base technology has destroyed the music industry Mm, uh, I mean, I can understand why people say that it's, it's definitely, you know, it's a weird thing because like we're Spotify, I'm very torn on that. I mean, my, you know, part of me is like the genie's out of the bottle and this is the world we live in now. So you just have to kind of roll with it and understand that's, that's just the way it is. Um, the one thing, you know, the argument for like streaming and Spotify that, that I think is interesting is I've heard people say, like if someone goes out and buys, I know you're getting like one fraction of what the cost of the song is when you when someone streams it, but when someone buys your CD or your vinyl or whatever it is, they're buying it one time and that's it. Where streaming, if they like the song or they like you, they're going to be streaming it multiple over and over and over again. So, so there's that side of it. But still, with that said, obviously it's definitely you know it changes the game quite a bit. Um, I mean, I love technology, um, music, so I just try to embrace it as much as I can and not get deterred by it. But I do, I totally, I have ton, tons of friends that, you know, I have a friend that, uh, that um, you might have, I don't know if you've had him on the show before or not, Sunshine. Do you know Steve Lawson is, bass player from UK? No, not yet. Oh, you should, ha you should have him on the show. He's a great interview. He's, you know, he's, he's very, he could talk, he's great, great interview. Steve Lawson, he writes for... Um, uh, bass player magazine each month so he's like in the back when they have like you know different instructors and stuff in there like ah. giving ideas so i reach out to him but he um he t he doesn't have any of his stuff on spotify or apple or he puts all his stuff only on Bandcamp. so no spot so he kind of drives his fan base just to that one spot and he's kind of made a decent little living out of it you know he, when i had him on my show i was like you know asking him how the pandemic affected him he said it really didn't affect him as much because that's kind of what he was doing anyway before even all this stuff happened because of the Bandcamp thing so so there's ways that you can you know manipulate things to work if it's if that's what you want to do you know i think i'd say to, to the technology piece also like i have done just on a personal level so much with just a little iphone and then yeah. just seeing the connections that i've been able to make with the technology i would have even going back to like right before all this kind of took off let's just say like 2005 right yeah yeah. To be able to do this would have been literally impossible. I'm I'm loving the connections that technology's really 
given me the ability to make. Um, right. And, and thank I, thank God with what we went, went through in the last couple of years that yeah. this was, he, I mean, this would have been a whole different ball of wax had it, you know, had this happened oh. in 1995 or something like Could that. You you know? Oh my no. goodness. Waiting for dial, waiting up for the, <laughs> like for yeah. the dial up, you know, yeah. Like, stuff to download like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In 1995, like, did we still like those car phones, the bag phones, or were, was it already like the little? It's like Prodigy Net, I think was the uh, Prodigy Net, right? <laughs> That's funny. Netscape is Netscape still around? I remember like that was one of the first browsers <laughs> I had. It was called Netscape. I think yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh man, I remember like the game Mist on like CD-ROM. Yeah. Right, like, right. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Time, good times. I have one more question for you. Do you have any tips for building strength and, or endurance um, in practice? One oh, yeah. Yeah. So one thing I'll do is um, I toured with this blues musician a few years ago. And um, uh, so once and we toured, I mean, she she was a blues guitar. Her name is Kelly Ritchie, a guitar player, and she toured most a ton in Canada. We were in Canada like all the time. And but she would tour tour. I mean, we'd be out a lot. And um, so, you know, once you learn the material, the blues stuff, I mean, they're great bass lines. But, you know, you, once you get them on your finger, you can kind of semi put it on autopilot. So what I would do is I would play shows where I say, OK, for this whole entire show, unless I'm soloing, but if I'm just playing, you know, a one, four, five bass line, I would not use my index finger. So I would use so I would almost give myself a handicap. Yeah. So when I did bring my index finger back in, like, of course, I should, then it just made it like it was like a piece of cake. So you're like swinging two bats. Like, right, exact, exact same thing. And here's another one like that. And this is what I, I when I teach, I teach lessons, too. And this is one thing I always say. One of my old teachers taught me this. Like whatever exercise you're doing on your fretboard, try doing it, pulling your thumb away. So when you're doing a string exercise and do it like that and get it like that. And then when you bring your thumb back, like you, of course, really will play. It's the same, the two bat kind of theory. It's like it's almost going up to the plate with one bat instead of having that handicap. So nice. Thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate that. Um, and I appreciate all of you at home that have hung out with us this hour with Freak Bass and Quantum Bass and your host, Sunny C. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have any last words to wrap it up? We got to do this one more time, a little theme song. Yeah. Sunshine can do. You are here for us tonight. Sunshine can do. You are here for us tonight. There you go. I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little bumper music in the background as you sunshine. Yeah. You guys, thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. We love you. We appreciate you. Be kind to everybody out there. You do not know what other people are going through. Put a smile on your face. And until next time, keep it funky!